everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 191. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Hello, hello, hello. It's been a little while. Well, the holiday season has been upon us. Mm-hmm. You know, we had uh, we had the Christmas time, we had the uh, Hanukkah, we had uh, uh, Boxing Day. <laughs> So, you know. We had a Doctor Who Christmas special. We did. We did, which we saw theatrically. Yep. In the theaters. It was quite good. It was. I liked it quite a bit. I'm very uh, excited to see what they do with the new Doctor. Spoiler alert, there's a new Doctor. What? New Doctor. So, I'm very much looking forward to the next season whenever that starts. Gotta watch that previous season. I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah. A few things were spoiled. A few things from the recent season were spoiled for me in the uh, Christmas special, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm not uh, not too heartbroken about that. Mm -hmm. It's a good season. Yeah. It's what I keep hearing. So I need to sit down. I'm well, I'm, I'm, you know, thanks to you. And my and my wife, she's been bugging me to do this for a while too. I've been uh, watching uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, which I had never seen before. So I've been working my way through that. What season so are you on? Uh, we're on season three. We're a nice. few episodes into season three. And so, you're digging it? Yeah, yeah, I'm really digging it. It's good stuff. Cisco still has not uh, grown his goatee yet, mm. so I'm still in the early stages of season three. Uh, just watched the one where uh, Kira was uh, uh, taken to Cardassia and convinced. Well, they were trying to convince her that she was actually a Cardassian uh, double, like sleeper agent. Mm, yeah. Yes. So that was the that was the last one. I, that was the one I watched last night. <laughs> that series has some really interesting stories. Yes. So. It's good stuff. I'm digging it. Cool. Digging the show. Nice. Yes. Uh, so this is the last episode of 2017, first slash first episode of 2018, depending on yep. whenever I upload this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I thought we could talk a little bit about uh, toys that stood out to us in this past year, in 2017. The, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, obviously, first thing that comes to my mind is the lego uh, saturn 5 of course which is my uh my personal favorite uh lego set from this past year it is my second favorite mm. lego set of this year uh my first favorite lego set of this year might surprise you it's a duplo set it is a uh cinderella's castle duplo that is very surprising I don't even know if that was a set. <laughs> no, my uh, – and, you know, it's terrible because I still haven't finished putting it together. But my favorite set this year is the uh, Ninjago City from the Lego Ninjago movie. It's such a beautiful set with tons of cool little uh, special effects and, and little play features and things like that. And stickers. And well, you know, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I, I I don't like to think about that, but that's a it's a great little set. It's a beautiful piece. 
uh, once it's all put together. And I can say that because I've seen it put together at the Lego store, <laughs> even if I haven't finished putting it together myself yet. You got to hurry up. That uh, diner's coming out soon. <sighs> diner's coming out in like two days. <laughs> so I definitely got to hurry up. So it's uh, I think I'd mentioned this to you before. I'm I'm hesitant to to continue building it because I don't want it to be over. Well, you'll have a diner to. I know it's a it's a weird weird stance to take, but you can finish everything except for one final piece. And oh, there you go, piece off. Yes, forever. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll I'll finish it up. All right, because yeah, I definitely got to get the uh, got to get that diner. So, uh, in the world of Transformers. My mm-hmm. favorite toys were the jump starters. You know what? I think those are mine too, actually. The uh, the deluxe class jump starters from the uh, Titans Return sub line. Mm-hmm. Uh, twin twist and top spin. They're really great toys. They're fun little toys. I mean, they, they look outstanding in both modes. Uh, they, the jump starters were kind of, kind of crappy transformers back in the G1 days. Yeah, I mean, they really were. <laughs> I mean, everybody had them because they were super cheap and they had that little pull back gimmick where they, you pull them back and they drive by themselves for a little bit and then they flip open and sort of auto transform. And the idea was they would flip over and land on their feet and be ready for battle, but they, they never really landed on their feet all that well. They would just kind of topple backwards or flip too far and land on their bellies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, they, you know, they, they were charming little robots and they had neat little Cybertronian alt modes. So it was just, uh, I, I, I have an affinity for the jump starter toys, even though they weren't very good back in the day. But, uh, so it was nice seeing modern takes on them where they, you know, treated the, the designs and the characters with a little bit of respect and gave them you know, nice articulation and everything like that. You lose the little auto transform gimmick, which is fine because the transformation scheme that they have is really fun to do. I mean, it's not overly complicated where you're going to be spending 40 minutes pouring over the instructions, trying to figure out how to transform them, but they are complicated enough where you actually feel like you're doing a little something with them. Mm hmm. So, yeah, just a clever, clever use of uh, transformer engineering, and uh, you end up with, like I said, a really great looking robot and a really nice looking vehicle mode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're highly recommended. Yeah, uh, I, I would definitely. Uh, runners up for me on the uh, Transformers front are the uh, Autobot clones. The fact that they made clones. <laughs> Is cool that is true. That me. is true. That is true. Yeah, fast, um, fast lane and uh, cloud Reaper. Yes, or fast clash. I think they call them now. Oh, did they? Did they have to change his name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my runners up. I'm tempted to say the Dinobots. Dinobots are cool, just because the new Dinobot toys are are fun and they're again great G one homages. Um, Unlike the jump starters, the G1 Dinobots were actually pretty cool toys. So it's not like, you know, they really had to drastically improve them this time around. They just added more articulation to them. 
But uh, yeah, they're really cool. And the fact that they combine is is a cute bonus. Yeah, I wish the other two pieces would release. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how they're with with the the power of the primes lines because you have the dinobot combiner and then you have the the terror cons but they're not putting them all out in single waves it's like oh wave one has three of the five and let's hope your store carries wave two because that's the only way to complete them (laughs) so yes we're still waiting for uh sludge and snarl Mm -hmm. to come out so but once they do once they do we got Volcanus or Volcanicus or whatever his name is, the the Dinobot combined form, mm-hmm. who I will probably you know put him in that mode once just to see what he looks like and then never do it again. <laughs> well, I mean, you would just leave him in dinosaur mode. Of course. To be honest. Of course. Uh, the, those were a set of toys I was tempted to wait for the Takaratomi versions. No, oh, yeah, yeah. But then Takaratomi <laughs> is like, nah, we're not going to do fancy paint jobs. It's the same toy across both U.S. Yep. and Japan. One world order for Transformer paints games. It's kind of a bummer because uh, yeah. uh, Takaratomi did a lot of cartoon accurate uh, right. paint schemes. Yeah, the Hasbro stuff tends to be more toy accurate uh you know than the than the the show accurate uh takara stuff but i will say uh at least with the dinobots uh there's actually a pretty good amount of detail on there and it's not stickers it's it's all uh printed so mm-hmm. you know so they're nice looking yeah so i'll give them that i mean it makes it Easier on my wallet, at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the U.S. releases. Um, speaking of Transformers. Transformers, Power of the Primes, Battle Trap. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Battle Trap, the Duocon. Getting a modern release. That's crazy. But awesome. Yeah, this just seemed to come out of nowhere. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I was just looking at Twitter one day and they're like, Battle Trap. Yeah, here's here's leaked images of new uh, toys and they're ones we haven't heard of before. Yeah, so it's uh, two Legends class toys. There's mm-hmm. Road Trap, who's the blue truck. And yeah. Battle Slash, who is the uh, light gray helicopter. Yeah. And then they can combine into Battle Trap. Now, back in the G1 days... Uh, Battle Trap, along with Flywheels. Mm-hmm. They were the uh, two of the Decepticon Duocons, and their gimmick was that it was w- one robot that could turn into two different vehicles. And the way it worked, I mean, these were, again, kind of smaller, cheaper toys. Uh, you had two little vehicles, in this case, like you said, the like a blue van and a gray helicopter. And you would plug the helicopter into the top of the van, and that would trigger a spring inside both of the vehicles mm-hmm. that would cause uh, the truck to kind of 
unfold and stand up and the helicopter to kind of split in half around the, the truck. And then you end up with a instantly transformed robot that has uh, basically a van feet and a helicopter torso, arms and head. So what you're saying is when two vehicles love each other very much. Yes. They come together. Oh, yes, they do. And a robot is formed. Yep. Just like in real life. So if you ever want to create a robot, just crash your car into another car <laughs> and it will <laughs> don't don't do that. Definitely don't do that. Someone's going to be listening to this while they are driving and instinct is going to take over. Okay, crash the car. Please do not crash your car. It will not create a robot. It will only create sadness. But uh yeah, so uh you you have the the similar concept but they sort of uh uh expanded on it because well first of all originally battle trap you got uh both both vehicles were sold together right you got them together uh this time around uh road trap and battle slash are sold separately uh they are legends class toys uh, but they each have their own individual robot mode, which, you know, the, the G1 toys did not have. So you have the, the blue van can turn into a robot and then the gray helicopter turns into a robot. And then the blue van has a third mode where he turns into a set of legs and the helicopter has a third mode where it turns into a torso with arms, and then you plug those two together to form the the sort of G1 Omaji battle trap. Yep, exactly. So that's cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. I'm way down with this. I mean, the duo cons were. I mean, they were they were again cheap little toys. They had the only articulation was the arms could kind of move up and down. Um, so to have a nice modern engineered take on them with with uh modern day articulation and especially with the addition of having their own separate little robot modes as well that's great mm-hmm. i'm i'm way for it i'm definitely picking this up oh yeah me too now did you have g1 battle trap uh my brother had battle trap i had flywheels okay yeah i i had flywheels myself flywheels uh was a green tank and a red jet that that formed a, a robot. Yeah, so I never had Battle Trap back in the day, so this will be kind of cool to have. You did get that uh, BotCon one, though. That is true. I did. Uh, the uh, BotCon a couple years ago had a repaint of the fantastic uh, Voyager Springer uh, mold, uh, where it was just, yeah, we had one robot who could turn into a helicopter or a... You know, not necessarily a van, but a but a vehicle, kind of a boxy vehicle. So I do have that battle trap, but this one is is obviously more G one homage. So, mm-hmm. uh, so this wave also includes Legends class tailgate, mm-hmm. which it's funny because the art is very much like the comic book, yeah, and the toy is very G one, yeah, exactly. So, and uh, on on shelves now or hitting shelves now, there is a 
Legends class wind charger, and tailgate is a repaint of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe with a new head, I don't know, but but yeah, I, I will not be getting tailgate. No, just like I didn't get wind charger because they came out with a wind charger and a tailgate a, a two years ago or something like that, and I have those. So yeah, I don't really care for the design of this tailgate. So. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, but you know, battle trap got to get that. Oh du- yeah, duo cons. Like, I I need flywheels. They need to they make a they have to. They can't do battle trap and not do flywheels. I can't imagine them not doing flywheels at some point down the road. So, I'm I'm very excited. Um, something we didn't mention was that uh, battle trap is mm-hmm. uh height wise. Kind of between a deluxe toy and a Legends class toy, which makes yeah. sense. It's two yeah. Legends class toys put together. So. Yes, yeah. Someone uh, got got it in hand and put it together and took some really nice pictures of it in its combined mode. And yeah, stacked them up against a, a, a Legends class, a deluxe class, and a Voyager class. And yeah, he's just about a head short of a of a deluxe class toy. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. Yeah. That's actually uh, not a bad, not not a bad size for this guy. So yeah, pretty excited. It's crazy. Yeah. Galvatron, our jet's gonna crash into a tank. No, it's not. They're going to transform into one robot. Introducing Duocons, Decepticon two in ones. They think they're twice as tough as any Autobot, and maybe they are. Uh, you know what else is crazy? Mm, Charles Manson. That is true. Yes. But that is not what I was going to talk about. Oh, okay. I was going to talk about these uh, NECA toys. Uh, oh, well, NECA's doing a Charles Manson figure. <laughs> so it's perfect. I was going to talk about <laughs> Aliens versus Predator. Oh, right, right, right. The arcade game. Yeah, great game. Yeah, the beat 'em up from Capcom. Yep. Uh, yeah, so NECA's doing Alien versus Predator toys. Awesome. And, well, we've talked about they're doing, we talked about the aliens that they're doing before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have, uh, like, three different alien figures from that game coming out. Uh, but they're also doing three different predators from that game. Makes sense. They just repaint yeah. the existing molds. Yeah. So you got the, the hunter predator, the warrior predator, and the mad predator who does not have its mask on. That's why it's mad. Yeah. Someone took his mask. I'd be mad too. But the the big surprise is that they're doing the two human figures. Yep. From that from that game. Uh Dutch who now is Dutch? Wasn't that Arnold's character's name in the Predator movie? Yep. Uh, I think this Dutch is either is that is Arnold from that movie or is yeah. at least based on Arnold from that I, movie? I never made that connection because yeah, I've certainly played that arcade game plenty of times back when it came out. And it never really dawned on me that this guy was supposed to be Arnold's character from the first Predator movie, especially since he has his right arm is a giant robotic arm with like a flamethrower attached to it. <laughs> we don't know what happened to that <laughs> after Predator 1. I'm right here. Rip off my arm. Do it. Put, put the robot arm out in its place. Do it now. 
It's a merging of Predator and Terminator. Yes, exactly. So you got him, and then you have uh, Lynn Kurosawa, who was the uh, the the woman character you could play as. Mm-hmm. And she's got uh, a sword and a, a a gun for slicing and shooting. And they both have uh, kind of like cell shady looking paint jobs on them. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's actually pretty great. I, I might pick these up. I really oh, yeah. like that game. It's a great game. I don't know if I'm going to pick them up just because I feel like if I got one or two of them, I'd sort of be on the hook to buy all of them. <laughs> you could just buy the humans. It's... I know, but I, I, cause, I mean, you know, like I, I bought all the, the Kenner aliens homage figures that NECA's put out. So I'd feel kind of obligated to get the, the aliens at least for the, from, from the game. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, geez, I already have five of the figures. I have the three <laughs> aliens. I have the two humans. I should probably get at least one of the arcade predators. And you get one of the arcade predators and suddenly it turns into, well, there's only two more for me to have the complete set. I might as well get the whole thing. And then suddenly I'm swimming in eight different uh, alien predator toys. Yeah, there are worse <laughs> things. Uh, speaking of uh, the Kenner homages, you see that uh, NECA was showing off some of their scorpion alien. <gasps> no, I didn't. Oh, there he is. It's a prototype of him. Oh, man, another another, uh, another Kenner homage. I guess I'll be buying that. Yeah, it's the scorpion alien. Yep. I don't think this one will explode like the yeah. original Kenner toy. To be honest, the Scorpion Alien was always my least favorite hmm. of the uh, of the old Kenner Aliens, just because he didn't look that different from a, a regular Alien. The Scorpion Alien was my favorite because of that, because I could oh, really? reenact Aliens, and the feature was <laughs> you press a button and it explodes. Ah, yeah, that's true. See, I liked all those stupid-looking Aliens, like the, the Rhino Alien and the Snake Alien. Yeah, those were awesome, but... Yeah. When I was reenacting aliens. I can dig it. Kind of have, you know, screen accurate. I can dig it. But I will definitely be buying the new uh, Scorpion Alien for sure. Yep. Make no mistake. And I know you're a huge Crash Bandicoot fan. I love. Oh, there's no better game than Crash Bandicoot. So there you go. Yeesh. NECA's making Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Not Phil. Man, I'm looking at this uh, uh, toy arc has a, an image. I'm assuming NECA put this out of like all their aliens figures. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I just had all of them. <laughs> I wish like I had Scrooge McDuck and dive into the pile <laughs> of alien toys. Yeah, I mean, these are great. These are all just so cool looking. And I never did get the uh, Kenner homage uh, Predator figures, which I you know probably should have done. Yeah, because I had a bunch of those uh, Kenner Predator figures too. Yeah, you got the Kenner aliens. Might as well get the Kenner Predator. Uh, don't even start with me now, because those are probably <laughs> are probably worth money at this point. I'm gonna you know I'm just gonna let's see Lava Planet Predator. Yeah, it's like 30 bucks. 
30 bucks, man. Something to think about. Something to think about. How dare you? I could buy I could buy a mint on card Kenner Lava Planet Predator from 1993, the original one, for 15 bucks. Hmm. That's actually wow, that's that's pretty good. I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There you go. Yeah, there whereas the the NECA one that came out like three years ago or whatever is is twice that. I mean, you're obviously getting a better toy, but still. Ugh. Ah, I got to close these windows <laughs> before I start spending money. Uh, okay. Last up. Yes. Lego 2018 poly bags. Some official images of uh, upcoming poly bags. Uh, one of which you already have. Oh, yes. You have the uh, cute pug. Yes, I do. And he is cute uh, because uh, he's peeing on a fire hydrant. Pretty great. <laughs> we were at, you and I, we actually, both of us, we were at Target the other day. And we were walking over to the toy department. And for some reason in their electronics department at this particular Target, they had a little shelf display of... Lego poly bags, which caught my eye, and uh, we walk over there, and in it was, uh, yeah, this poly bag. It's a Lego Creator set three zero five four two, and yeah, it's a little uh, little pug dog, and you also build a little fire hydrant, and his hind legs are articulated so that you can. You can swivel them upwards, and actually the picture on the front of the poly bag shows the dog with his leg hiked in the air like he's peeing on the fire hydrant, which I just thought was endlessly amusing, because is this the first Lego set that has involved urination? Probably. I mean, like, and and we, we had this discussion where I was like, you know, there have certainly been Lego buildings and houses that have had toilets in them. And there have been Lego outhouses, but never in any of those sets on the packaging was there depicted someone using those facilities. But right here, boldly displayed on the, the front of this poly bag, is a dog taking a whiz on a fire hydrant. So there you go. <laughs> Lego sanctioned public urination. For a dog. <laughs> For a dog, I guess. Yeah, you're right. But still. <laughs> uh, this is a three-in-one uh, poly bag. Yes. And the uh, other two builds are? Uh, some sort of animal. <laughs> I just, it's some sort of sitting up animal. I don't know what it's really supposed to be. Um, I mean, it looks kind of like a like a baby sheep without wool. Yeah, it's weird. Or, like, I don't know if it's supposed to be, like, a weird teddy bear, maybe? I mean, it's kind of sitting up like a like you would think a stereotypical sitting teddy bear would look, but I don't know. The other one is, like, a little turkey. Mm -hmm. So, kind of a scrawny-looking little turkey. So. so, you get this for the pug. Yeah, the, the other two modes, modes, like we're still talking about Transformers, the other two builds 
are kind of goofy looking, kind of ugly. Uh, this is clearly meant to to be a pug. So, because the pug is actually pretty cute. Yeah. Whether it's peeing or not, it's it's a cute little build. So. So there you go. I like it. Yeah. Uh, some of the other polybags. Uh, yeah. There's like a general like Lego random Lego pieces polybag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they seem to be because this is uh, I guess 2018 is the 60th anniversary of the Lego brick. Is that correct? That sounds correct. Because they see they they're doing like this sort of 60th anniversary promotion this year. And uh, Lego's producing a lot of kind of, you know, I mean, they do these all the time. The the just the boxes with the random bricks uh, for for creative builds. I, you know, what do they call them? Like, I think they even call them creative sets or creative boxes or something like that. Uh, so this is just like a little creative poly bag where it's just a pile of random pieces and. You know, it looks like there's a couple of, they, oh, they show like a little robot or a little vehicle on the front of the bag. But clearly this is just meant to fuel your imagination and and see what you can create out of this mishmash of multicolored pieces. Yeah. So for all those people who are complaining that Lego doesn't do that. <laughs> they, Which is weird because Lego, I mean, people do complain about that, but there are, you, there's... No problem going into any toy store and buying just a box of random Lego pieces. Yeah, but it's yeah. really funny when people are like, yeah. back in my day, Lego didn't have these fancy yeah. sets. Yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, they, well, A, they did, <laughs> and B, they still do have the, the random just box of bricks that you can randomly buy. And now there's a little poly bag with 56 pieces to uh to use your imagination with mm-hmm. yeah uh lego city hot dog stand gotta get it gotta get it gotta get it. gotta get a little hot dog cart comes with two hot dog bun pieces with with wieners ready to plug into them i like how he has a chef hat <laughs> very <laughs> funny you, yeah you don't see uh guys walking through parks pushing hot dog carts like dressed in full chef outfits <laughs> Uh, and it comes with a garbage can too yeah in case he burns a wiener you can throw it away it's the uh perfect hot dog stand for your player one podcast host co-host cj because it's got mustard and ketchup (laughs) i see you listened to this very recent episode (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah, we got uh, on our recent player one. We got talking about our favorite Chicago style foods because his three of the four hosts are from the Chicagoland area, and CJ disgraced all of us by saying that the things he likes on his hot dog are just ketchup and mustard. Yep. Because first of all, if you're from Chicago, you're supposed to put a bunch of stuff on your hot dog, pickles and tomatoes and stuff like that. But the one thing you never put on them is ketchup. For crying out loud. <laughs> like a child. Like a toddler putting ketchup on his hot dog. My goodness. What else do we have? Uh, Lego City Roadworker. Oh, yes. It's got Just one of a, those uh, Roadworker signs. Yeah, it's kind of a cool little sign, actually. Yeah. Big sign on the back of his truck. Kind of a caution uh, 
worker road workers doing their their road work and business. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh Lego City Dragster. Okay. Very basic, you know, drag car. Yeah. Yeah, very basic basic drag car. No world cage on this car. Uh it's available from January 1st to the 14th with purchases of $35 or more. Okay. So I'll probably get one of these when I get the diner. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of a it's a really kind of basic generic build. I mean, it looks kind of like out of the 80s. Yeah. So simplistic is it? I mean, I know it's just a poly bag, but yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of a bland poly bag. Yep. My thoughts exactly. Uh Lego Creator Yellow Flyer. It's hmm. a mini micro version of the uh, seaplane from yeah. the Lego Creator line. Yeah, looks cute. Uh Lego Disney Aerials Underwater Symphony. Oh yeah, you got a little got a little uh what do they call the the friends mini dolls? Yes. They're, they're not mini figures, they're mini dolls. Correct. And it's just Ariel, and she's got a saxophone. Because I know Ariel loves her smooth jazz. Saxophone. <laughs> and she's got like a little piece of sheet music, a little piano. Um, looks like a little uh, conductor baton. So, yeah. and then just random little sea, un- like underwater sea elements, sea plants, and things like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Lego Marvel Superheroes Royal Talon Fighter from the upcoming Black Panther film. Okay. It's a micro version of one of the ships. Yeah, it just looks like a... Just looks like a black ship. Looks kind of flat. Looks kind of boring, actually. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not into that one. Have to see the movie to see if that ship makes any sort of... Sort of a impact on us in the film, although it looks like uh, look at the sides on like the the left and right side of the ship. Mm-hmm. Those little details are those just like a bunch of uh, Star Lord's guns clipped uh, into the side. Yes, they are. So that's kind of. I mean, it's it makes for a neat little detail. Or if you just want a bunch of <laughs> future. I mean, what one, two, three, four, five, and I'm assuming five more on the other side. That's a lot of Star Lord guns. So if you if you want ten Star Lord guns to uh, to equip your your minifigures with, this is a good way to get them. Well, you can give it to all your Chris Pratt minifigs. <laughs> Finally, Owen can can shoot uh, Velociraptors yeah. with his space gun, and Emmett can uh, can murder Lord Business <laughs> and, and and take the Craggle, just like we wanted to see happen in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next up is a Ninjago polybag. It's the Sons of Garmadon. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I like this cover because it's like Akira. Yeah. Yeah. It's the uh, kind of the iconic shot of Kaneda skidding his bike to a stop. And uh, yeah, they kind of homage that on the cover here for sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just a, I don't know who this dude is. He's a, he's a biker in the world of Ninjago. He's a biker dude. He's got kind of a bristly biker stash and beard. And he dresses like wild style. 
Speaking of the Lego movie, <laughs> I mean, look at look at that uh, that pink and like hot pink and and neon blue shirt he's wearing. Yeah, I mean, he looks he's dressed like Wild Style. It's true. So, but yeah, he's on like kind of an Akira bike, except it's black and purple. Come on, that's your favorite color scheme. It's it's Skywarp the bike. May have to get this. <laughs> Put it in my Skywarp cabinet. Oh, Sons of Garmadon, I get it. It's like Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. The bikers. Is there a Ron Perlman figure in here? Uh, this is Ron Perlman. Oh, okay. There we go. Perfect. Uh, and last up, Lego Star Wars Kylo Ren's shuttle. <clears throat> it's from, from Force Awakens. It's that... that Ship with the comically large wings that fold up. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a boring-looking set there. Yes, it is. Yeah. Pass. Yeah, a lot of these polybags, not that interesting. Yeah. I definitely want that hot dog stand. Oh, yeah. I won't rest until I've gotten a hot dog. Homer, this is a cemetery. Hot dogs! Get your hot dogs here! Woohoo! What do you do? Follow my husband around? Lady, he's putting my kids to college. Uh, let's talk about stuff we got recently. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Probably a good idea. <laughs> I know one thing you got, which we talked about, it's the cute pug, but. Yes. Uh, I got a lot of Lego Star Wars stuff. Oh. Which is surprising because I was not a fan of that film. Yeah, you did not like Last Jedi. <laughs> I saw that movie twice. I liked it more the second time, but yeah, uh, yeah still not a fan. Okay. Uh, and it's not for any of the weird reasons that people hate that You movie. just, you're wish fulfillment of luke skywalker <laughs> you were like this that's i heard you complaining when we walked out of the theater because mm-hmm. i saw it with you and you were like you know what my fan fiction that i wrote luke skywalker acts nothing like that <laughs> luke that... skywalker was supposed to show up and kill kylo ren and mary ray <laughs> And who is a clone of Emperor Palpatine, and then they rule the galaxy in peace. That was your complaint. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Say. <laughs> now my complaints. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. Okay. Oh, geez. Are we doing? We're doing a little spoiler here, huh? Well, uh, just in case people haven't seen it. You know. I don't, okay. I'm not. I'm going to be very general, but. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, my complaints were a. Mm-hmm. Poorly paced second act, okay, which is more apparent on the second viewing, okay, and the humor, which okay. is super subjective. Yes, so I uh, I I liked the movie. Um, I need to see it a second time, uh, just because it's it's a weird movie, uh, but I did enjoy it. Uh, but you know what? I can't argue either of your points, so. You know, it, it. You know, the there was a there's a sequence kind of towards the middle of the movie, which goes on for a little too long. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, Justin, the sequence I'm talking about. Yep. And um, and the humor, uh, yeah, some of it felt a little out of place. I think the humor worked for me more than it worked for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, humor is very subjective. So, you know, little little jokey quips. Uh, that work for me might not work for other people and vice versa. So 
I, uh, I, I, I can't really argue your uh, complaints because they're very valid, but uh, I will just say that, that they did not affect my enjoyment of the movie as much as they affected yours. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Then that's our last Jedi review. That's uh, not. That's not really. You know what? You said spoilers, but there was no spoilers in there whatsoever. Well, just in case people want to go in completely blind. I mean, when Luke killed Leia, <laughs> oh my goodness, that was a, a true shocker indeed. But I was very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> and then after he did it. He whispers in her his, his, his she's dying on the floor with a with a lightsaber wound through her gut. He whispers and she just says, "Brother, why?" And then he whispered to her, "Hail Hydra." <laughs> and I was just, "Whoa! I couldn't believe it. That Disney purchase finally is paying off. So exciting. What a heel turn from Luke. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Yeah, what were we saying? Star Wars sets. Yeah, you bought a lot of Star Wars toys. Yeah, from Lego. I got the uh, Microfighters A-Wing versus TIE Silencer, which is uh, nice. Kylo Ren's TIE Fighter. Yes. Uh, it's a neat little Microfighter set. Uh, I don't know why there's this little tool bay thing as part of it. Mm. It's kind of an odd unnecessary build in my opinion yeah uh, but whatever um i picked up kylo ren's tie fighter the aforementioned silencer yeah you are you're just in a kylo ren mood aren't you kylo ren is the best he's so yeah. swole <laughs> look how swole you've become <laughs> uh yeah i picked this up because i had a bunch of amazon credit and then it came out to like 30 bucks so nice like yeah i'll pick this up and it's a really cool build um it's very large obviously it's a little bit boring because it's a tie fighter so you're building the same thing multiple times but um it's it's pretty cool and there are only two stickers wow yeah for a star wars set that's great i was pretty shocked uh a set that had more stickers Mm-hmm. It's the Octo Island Training Set. Yes. It's the that's... one with uh, old Luke and uh, you get Ray and a Porg. Yes. And... The real reason to buy that set. Yeah, it's of course, it's the Porg. Yes. Uh, Yeah, so this has a few more stickers than that uh, Kylo Ren TIE Fighter, which was yeah, surprising. It had three stickers for, for rocky detail on the little hut mm-hmm. that you build. So, uh, it's okay. It's an okay set. I may, I bought it mainly for the minifigs. Right. Um, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, I also picked up the first order ATST. Oh, nice. Which is a spoiler in itself. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's true. This is the uh, ATST. And, well, it's part of an ATST. Doesn't right. have the top part, which yeah. is disappointing. But yes, but again, it ties into a scene from the movie. Yep. Yes, I'm not gonna elaborate on it, but yeah, it's fine. It's an okay set. Yeah, uh, I saw some review said it was like the worst Star Wars set so far. 
uh, just because like, it like ever. Yes. Oh come on! Because <laughs> it didn't have the full ATST build, but whatever. Well, well, I mean, again, that's referencing a specific scene from the movie, so it would have been cool to have the topper and then it would rip off and. Right, yeah, reveal. that's true. That's true. But regardless, I think the set is fine. Yeah, it's not a must-have, but it's it's fine. Right. Um, if of all of these, I would say that Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter is the one to get. Cool. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm sure I bought some other stuff, but I can't remember what it is right now. So. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of stuff. You got a lot of stuff. Well, what happened was that that legendary pile of loot that I've been collecting for months and months and months and months, I finally shipped. So I got a giant box that I could fit inside. They <laughs> they sent it all in one box. I was surprised I, about that because I got a big pile of loot and it was separated into two boxes. Oh wow! Yeah, no, this was one big box. Literally, I can fit inside it. I'm a I'm a 42 year old man, and not a small one. And I could fit inside this box. Uh, it was 30 pounds of toys. Uh, but let's go over some of the. So I'm going to fly through this stuff because yeah. I don't want to spend two hours talking about all the, the <laughs> garbage that I bought. Um, yeah, let's see. I got the the Star Wars Lego Octu Island training as well. Uh, just, I mean, mainly to get old Luke and to get the little Lego Porg. Um, I bought all the Lego Star Wars microfighters. Nice. Yeah, I bought. Uh, there's the Millennium Falcon that comes with uh, Chewbacca. There's the First Order TIE Fighter uh, that comes with a, uh, well, First Order TIE Fighter pilot. I put both of those together. I mean, they're, they're the microfighters. They're, I love the microfighters. They're cute, chunky, little solid vehicles that just look adorable uh, sitting on your desk or swooshing them around in the sky or whatever. Um, the First Order TIE Fighter, I had not seen this in a Lego Star Wars minifigure before. Uh, but he has a uh, breathing tube coming off of his helmet that uh, comes down and and sits over his chest, so it looks like it's plugged into his chest. Mm-hmm. I had not seen that before. Is that a is that something that other uh, Tie Fighter pilot minifigs have used before? No, I think that's new. Yeah, because usually it's just the Tie Fighter pilots just have their helmet and their breathing tubes are just you know maybe drawn. Yeah, they're usually the drawn on torso. But yeah, this one actually has a sculpted breathing tube coming off of its helmet uh, that gives the illusion that it's plugged into his uh, chest piece. Yeah, the Kylo Ren's TIE Fighter came with a pilot, so that's how I knew. Oh, okay. So, so that must – maybe it's a new thing for for this uh, – for the Last Jedi sets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other microfighters are – the two packs that we talked about, uh, well, you talked about the getting the A-Wing and TIE Silencer where you get, yeah, one good guy and one bad guy vehicle and then a little kind of, you know, mini – I have no idea why they include these little micro like – mini builds. There's a – yeah, like uh, the, the A-Wing and TIE Silencer comes with like a little tool rack. Yeah, it's and the, stupid. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I, it just seems like I, I, I suppose it's a way to introduce a little extra play value into this, but it just seems like a quick 
generic way to up the piece count. Yeah. Which is kind of unnecessary because you're getting two complete microfighter builds with two minifigures. So the uh, the other set is the uh, ski speeders. Those are the uh, ships that they used on the planet. Uh, is it Crate? Yes. The name of the the salt yes. planet. Yeah. Uh, the the ships the the kind of long ships that skim along the surface. Uh, and then uh, you get a first order. Uh, Walker, like a first order uh, adat, kind of like the heavy adats that you see in the movie, mm-hmm. and then the the little extra piece it comes with is just like a just a little base with a little, one of those little uh, blasters, you know, those new blasters that actually shoot the little studs out. It's kind of stupid. I mean, the vehicles are great, right? The vehicles are great. The little minifigures you get, the little pilots for the. The uh, the walker and the ski speeder are great. So and it's a uh, the tile silencer one is a cheap way to get Kylo Ren minifig. That is true. That is definitely true. And you get you got that Prince of Persia minifig coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Actually, I just uh, well, I got uh, I had ordered from Bricklink um, another one of the Kylo Ren figures. I just I ordered a Kylo Ren by himself, and I ordered a a BB nine E. The BB-8's evil counterpart. Uh, so those showed up from Bricklink the other day, and I just got ship notification uh, for the Prince of Persia minifigure, uh, which has the uh, the, the uh, bear chest with the rippling muscles. So the first thing I did after seeing the Last <laughs> Jedi for the first time was rack yeah. my brain for how I could... Have a shirtless Kylo Ren. <laughs> and for those who've seen the movie, you understand that reference. And uh, yeah, so I was just looking at Bricklink and saw, hey, there's this Prince of Persia set yep. where, where he is bare chested. Yep. Jake Gyllenhaal. And uh, so there you go. Yep. I got mine on the way. So you can have your shirtless Kylo Ren. Yes, indeed. I cannot wait for it to show up. Uh, yeah, so I got, got all those. Um, I picked up, uh, the new, uh, Justice League Brickheads came out. Um, I picked up Cyborg. I might get some of the others uh, a little later, but I wanted to get Cyborg just because I love Teen Titans Go. Booyah. Booyah, indeed. I might pick up, uh, well, I might not. I will pick up, uh, Wonder Woman when we go to get the diner. On the first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do want to get Wonder Woman. I kind of want to get Flash, too. But I uh, definitely want to get Wonder Woman. Um, And, uh, yeah, I forgot to write this down, but I also picked up the first of 2018 uh, holiday uh, brickheads. Instead of the, you know, Lego does their holiday sets every year. Uh, usually there's been... Uh, well, what in in previous years? There's a lot of little like holiday vignettes, mm-hmm. or they were doing little uh, kind of like animal builds and stuff like that. This yeah, year, they're the doing animal ones were nah. Yeah, the animal ones were pretty kind of lame. And actually, last year's vignettes were pretty lame too. Yeah. Uh, but this year, they're doing uh, brickheads, and they're actually all pretty cute. And the first one to come out this year is for Valentine's Day, and it is in Lego stores now. It is a bee. Because, you know, it's Valentine's Day, so be mine. Ah, I see now. You can give it to your honey. Do you see? 
So it's a cute little brickhead bee, and it's holding a little brick heart, and the other hand is holding a little uh, little chunk of a beehive. For, you know, so some honey. Uh, but the um, the holiday brickheads, because the brickheads usually just have a kind of square base that they plug into. Mm-hmm. Uh, these ones have uh, the the base is a little larger. Uh, and there's little decorative elements uh, that are holiday themes. So you have the bee on this little base, but then there are uh, little flowers around the sides just to give it a little extra uh, cuteness, a little extra display uh, visuals uh, when you when you put it on your shelf or whatever. So it's cute. I I, um, I mean, you know, some people may not like the brickhead aesthetic. But uh, I think it makes for a cute uh, little holiday set. So I'm glad I picked that up. Cool. Yeah. Uh, got the cute pug, as we talked about, which is great. Recommended. Like I said, uh, we've seen it at Target, if you're uh, on the lookout for it. Uh, Transformer-wise, the only Transformer that I did not get in my massive pile of loot uh, was uh, one I had ordered from Amazon, which actually showed up. Uh, just a couple, like a day or two after Christmas, was the Power of the Prime's Voyager Grimlock. So now I have uh, four of the six Dinobots. I have so Grimlock. Close. Yep, Grimlock, Slag slash Slug, uh, Swoop and Slash, and uh, Voyager Grimlock. Um, or you know, just Grimlock if you aren't using the. <laughs> The uh, the class size name, uh, the Grimlock toy. Um, I was not expecting to like him that much after seeing pictures of him, uh, just because I thought his dinosaur mode looked a little wonky. Uh, but kind of getting it in my hands and playing with it, it's not that bad. Um, you know, robot mode, he looks great. Um, when you turn him into dinosaur mode, kind of his top half. Like his torso and head look fantastic. Um, his sort of hind quarters, uh, I think his his dinosaur legs uh, stick out a little too far. You know, he's got kind of wide hips, uh, and his tail, which is made out of his uh, basically, it's just his his feet sort of plugged together with the uh, the little pointed tip of the tails folded out, mm-hmm. um, is a little blocky. For my taste, but it's not that bad, you know, especially since you're probably going to be seeing him from the front or kind of from an angle most of the time anyway. Right. So, you know, he's fine. I I, I think he's I, I I like him more than the fall of Cybertron uh, Grimlock. OK. Which uh, I had some problems with uh, that particular toys. uh dinosaur legs slash robot arms just because they they plugged in kind of weird you had to sort of finagle with them and finesse them a lot to get them to to you know pop back into his shoulder joint or to pop out to form his dinosaur legs and uh, the fall of cybertron grimlock once you had him in dinosaur mode like his whole underside was just basically this hollow cavity that you may remember Right. Uh, this is not the case with uh, the new Power of the Prime Grimlock. So, yeah. So I, I, you know, Grimlock's good. I like him. I'll definitely pick it up. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, and I mean, you're going to want them anyway, just to complete your uh, Dinobot collection. It's true. So, yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd be so happy to see those big bozos. Me Grimlock, no bozo, me king. Um, okay, pile of loot time. Pile of loot time. Uh, 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 we could just do a... Get a drink of water. <laughs> a quick rundown. We don't need to go in detail. No, no, this is going to be pretty quick. Um, I was going down. This is just in the order of the shipment information. So these in, in no particular order. Uh, let's see. I got Transformers Cloud, uh, Hell Warp, which is... Uh, 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 geez, what's the shark's name? Uh, Skybite. Skybite. It's Skybite, uh, Voyager class Skybite, uh, repainted in Skywarp colors. I got this for my Skywarp collection. Um, I'm not a huge a fan of this toy. Yeah, it's not a great toy. No, I mean, it's a, it's a big shell former yeah. is what he is. Um, he looks pretty cool in shark mode, though. So, I mean, he's a, he's a cool looking toy, but in, in beast mode, uh, robot mode's kind of a mess of shell pieces on stalks coming out but yeah you'd leave them in shark mode anyway exactly uh i actually bought uh to keep him in shark mode uh he has a little uh mounting hole when you put him in in shark mode he has a mounting hole on the bottom of him for uh for little action figure display stands so i bought a uh tamashi stage uh which is a brand of well, action figure display stands. Uh, so I got one of those to uh, to mount him in there. I bought another, adding to my Skywarp collection, uh, Q Transformers. This is like the little Choro Q line. QT30, which is a little uh, little SD chibi-fied uh, Skywarp. Okay. Just a cute little uh, Skywarp that turns into a cute little jet. You know, $10 toy, but just for my collection. Got to have all the Skywarps. Got to have as, as or as many as I can get. All certainly. the Skywarps. Okay, I'm trying to get all the Skywarps. I'm doing pretty well, actually. Um, we talked about uh, NECA's Kenner homage alien figures. Uh, I finally got my Mantis alien, my Gorilla alien, and my Queen Facehugger alien. Nice. So I have all those now, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Machine Robos. I got some machine robos. Uh the Mixer Robo, uh which uh was the uh Gobot uh blockhead uh when that was released here back in the eighties. Uh Blackbird Robo turns into uh uh what was it the well the, the Blackbird, the the kind of this is like a stealth aircraft or something like that. Yeah, the SR seventy one. Yes. Yes. Uh that was a uh, machine robo toy back in the day uh that called Snoop that uh, I believe was only released in Europe. Yes. So I have no uh old Gobot uh reference to this, so to to this new updated one. Uh what are the other let me skip down a little bit. Oh, I got a Machine Robo uh missile tank robo. Uh which uh back in the Gobot days was the Gobot named Blaster. No relation to the Autobot Boombox. Transformer, the same name. This is a kind of orange uh, missile launcher robot. And um, Machine Robo Shuttle Robo, who was uh, the old Gobot Spacey nice. back in the day. 
Yeah, one of my favorite uh, old GoBots, now uh, in an updated uh, form. I have not opened any of my new machine robots yet. Okay. Uh, just because I've been... I mean, you have a lot to get through. I have a lot to get through. <laughs> and these machine robots, they're fantastic toys. Uh, really great modern-day takes on classic uh, transforming toys. Uh, but, you know, they're they're not the easiest toys to transform. So mm-hmm. so i got to kind of steal myself for that. I hope uh, uh, Turbo actually comes out. Uh, so do I. So do I. That's that's a big kind of big name machine robo figure missing from this updated collection. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. Uh, let's see. I got a oh Transformers Prime Dark Energon uh, Wheeljack toy. This was a Big Bad Toy Store exclusive. I actually already have this toy. I bought another one just to keep it on my desk at work to play with. It's a very good toy. It's a great, you know, I was talking to you about this at work the other day. The Transformers Prime Wheeljack toy is one of my favorite Transformers toys of all time. Uh, just because it's a cool looking vehicle mode, uh, has a very fun and satisfying transformation scheme into a very cool looking robot mode that is highly posable. Uh, comes with a couple of swords, so you can put him in all sorts of great uh, action poses with the swords. So, and this particular one, the uh, Dark Energon version, is clear blue, and I do love me my clear toys. Should have been so, Slicer. Should have been Slicer. I don't know why they they didn't do that, but but I just wanted to have another one sitting on my desk at work so I can fiddle with him at work. Um. More Transformers. I got uh, the Japanese Sharkticon uh, slash Gnaw uh, that comes with a uh, exclusive sweeps uh, headmaster or Titan Master, I suppose. I wanted to get uh, him just to have a different head for my Scourge because I have a I have multiple uh, Scourge figures. I bought one Japanese one to be my sort of canonical scourge, and then my other, the the U.S. versions, are going to be his sweep army. So I wanted to have a different head for scourge, even if technically it's a sweep head. <laughs> but uh, plus another uh, Sharkticon. Yeah. Shark-ticons for my army. Cool. I have like four or five Sharkticons, and now I have five or six. <laughs> and one of them is the Japanese one, which has different paint, so he could be... He could be my gnaw, which was the named Sharkticon from the old G1 days. There you go. Uh, let's see. I got Legends Class Sea Spray, uh, which I busted open. That's you know, a cool little toy. It's a Legends Class figure, but it's great to have a nice G1-y Sea uh, Spray. I uh, got the Power of the Primes, Prime Masters, uh, the first wave of them. These are the little kind of, again, headmaster-type guys, but they turn into, like, sparks or something like that. These are the ones that have the pretender shells. There is a metalhawk shell, a skullgrin shell, and a, I believe, cloudburst? When we're, if we're referring to the old G1 figures? Mm. Um, did you get—oh, you, you have these, but they're still in your pile of loot, right? Yes. Okay. These are kind of neat. I mean, they're tiny and they're super simplistic. Uh, they're just like the little headmaster-sized dudes that fit into tiny little pretender shells. And the little pretender shells can also transform into a weapon. 
that a larger transformer can wield. But I mean, they're super simplistic. They're like what five or six bucks each, but they are uh, they're cute little toys. Cool for what they are. Yeah, I'm actually pretty pleased with these. Um, again, adding to my Skywarp collection, I got Transformers Alternity A04 Mitsuoka Orochi Skywarp. This is a Skywarp that turns into a car instead of a jet. Speaking of toys, you have to seal yourself for. <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking forward to this because this is kind of the the alternative line. This is a Japan-only line. And it's kind of an, an updated take on the alternators, right? Yeah. Where it's kind of like – where it's realistic cars with more involved transformation schemes. And, and I've messed around with one of the alternator toys back in the day, and that was a – pain in the butt to transform and this is an updated version of that concept but with a smaller car yep so it's going to be more fiddly Mm -hmm. so really not looking forward (laughs) to playing with this isn't that terrible i spent 60 dollars on a toy that i don't want to touch (laughs) but it's skywarp so i had to have him uh let's see oh i got a uh a Nendoroid. I got uh, Lum from the uh, classic Rumiko Takahashi manga and anime, uh, Urusi Yatsura. Man, I wish they would re-release the anime and the manga. I know. I know. Uh, well, movie two is coming to Blu-ray mm-hmm. sometime this year. I did um, see that. Yeah. Um, I don't know where the rights for that show, I mean, Animigo, well, Viz had the rights to the manga ages ago. Anim- Animigo had the rights to the to the anime. Um, I don't know if they still do. Um, but for some reason, the, there were six Urusi Yatsura movies. Um, and An- Animigo had the rights to the entire TV series, which was which was long. It was like 200-something episodes. Uh, they had the rights to all the OVAs, and they had the rights to five of the six movies. But for some reason, movie two was in the hands of someone else, and they're releasing it on Blu-ray sometime early 2018. So I'll be buying that yeah, for too. sure. But um, but yeah, I got, uh, I got Lum, uh, Nendoroid, which is adorable, so... I posted some pictures. If you go to my Twitter at Whimsical Phil, I posted a couple pictures of uh, Lum hanging out on my Christmas tree. Cool. Just just because. Um, got a bunch of deluxe class Transformers. Uh, let's see here. I got Cup, uh, which we've talked about before as uh, Orion Pax. It's a pretty great little toy. I got Perceptor, who looks great in robot mode, but doesn't hold together very well in microscope mode. Uh, I got the new uh, Windblade toy. Uh, this one's a Headmaster or Titan Master. Um, not a very good figure. She never um, has good figures. No, which is a shame because I dig her character from the comics. And I like the idea of her, but she keeps getting saddled with these sort of subpar... Uh, figures. Uh, this one in particular, the main problem with her is that 
like her entire front half half of her jet mode, like her cockpit and the nose cone and everything, uh, folds back and is just hanging off of her back the whole time. So she has this just giant unwieldy backpack. And because she's a Titan Master toy, the cockpit is made to hold her little headmaster figure. Mm-hmm. So it's even bigger than you would normally expect her cockpit to be. And it's just hanging off her off her neck and it just looks terrible. Um let's see, who else did I get in here? Oh, I got um uh Misfire, one of the Decepticon target masters from the old G1 days. Now he is a headmaster. Uh he's a pretty cool toy. You know, not too much to say about him. He's he's perfectly functional. A nice uh, G1 homage. I uh, got the two jump starters, top spin and twin twist. Uh, as we uh, discussed earlier, both outstanding, outstanding toys. Uh, definitely um, my favorite Transformers of 2017 are these two little deluxes. Definitely worth getting if you like Transformers. Um, I got Trypticon. I have not opened him up yet because I'm scared of him. <laughs> because he is large. And he has a massive sticker sheet that's probably going to take like a couple hours for me to put together. That's what I've heard. And then also I've been hearing that he has like hip problems that you kind of have to take him apart and and do some surgery on him to sort of fix this stuff. So I'm kind of scared of that too. So, but I mean, Trypticon, one of my favorite G1 Transformers. So I will get to this at some point. Um... I got the uh, Big Bad Toy Store exclusive uh, Titans Return Siege on Cybertron set. Uh, comes with the leader class uh, Optimus Prime figure, uh, this time named Magnus Prime. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense at all. Um, comes with uh, the Decepticon clone uh, uh, Pounce. Which is good because I have his uh, clone brother uh, a wingspan already. So now I have the clones all united. Uh, you get uh, Voyager class uh, uh, tidal wave, which is a repaint of broadside with a new head. Uh, which is you know, it's an okay toy. It's okay. It turns into a he's a cool looking robot, turns into an aircraft carrier, which is kinda neat looking, I guess. And then he turns into a horrible looking jet. <laughs> uh that, you know, I will never put him in that form anyway. Uh and then it has Deluxe Class Metal Hawk, which is a repaint uh of the Deluxe Class uh Trigger Happy. Which is a great toy. Which is a great toy, again with a new head. Uh he looks great, by the way. Um uh, in Metal Hawk colors. So I'm really pleased to have gotten this toy. Uh, and then you get a little Titan Master, a little die cast metal Titan Master of uh, Thunderwing, which, you know, you can plug into whoever you want. Um, to go with the uh, Leader Class Prime toy, uh, which is the Japanese version of this particular toy. Uh, Leader Class Prime came out here uh, slightly remolded from his Japanese release. Uh, Mainly his feet are different. I'll tell you what, the U.S. version has way better feet. Uh, The feet on this Japanese toy look kind of like hooves. 
and he has like these heel spurs that are supposed to help him stand, but they don't really support his weight very well. So the heel spurs just kind of fold up and he keeps toppling over. Like I was having lots of trouble getting him to stand. Uh, but because he is the Japanese toy, he's the Japanese mold. Uh, he is compatible with another toy that I got, uh, from Big Bad. Uh, the Japanese exclusive Transformers Legend God Bomber, which is, a uh, an old, uh, what from, uh, Master Force? Yeah, I think so. Or is it, or is it from the Headmasters cartoon? Uh, no, the Master Force. Okay. So God Bomber is a essentially just like an extra trailer that Optimus Prime carries around in his vehicle mode. And this trailer can transform into a robot of its own, but it also breaks apart and becomes extra armor for Prime to wear. So he gets turned into this kind of powered up mode. And I wanted this just to have like the super powered up uh uh God Bomber Prime or whatever. Um and boy, this is a finicky little toy, this God Bomber. Uh because it is you know, it's it's not so much a solid transformer as it is a bunch of armor pieces that plug together in the shape of a trailer. And it's very, very tentative. So it's like you get it all together in trailer mode, but if you touch it just the wrong way or breathe on it a little too hard, parts just start falling off of it. So like in robot mode, he's pretty solid, although his arms tend to kind of fall off a little bit because they're not really arms. They're just kind of armored pieces that, you know, you you fold around arm stumps. Uh, but once you get him all disassembled and turned into armor and plugged into the Optimus Prime figure, he looks really freaking cool. So so it's a hassle to get there, but the final result ends up in a really cool figure that makes for a nice display piece, but not really something you'd want to play with or transform a lot, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So... You know, cool if you're going to put him on a shelf or on like a, in a little display cabinet or something. But yeah, he's a pain in the butt to transform. I mean, I probably spent an hour fiddling with him, trying to get him into his different modes. <laughs> just put him on a shelf and yeah, just let exactly. It be. And boy, the instructions are just useless for both the Prime and for the God Bomber. They're just super tiny, just like, you know, they're really trying to save paper on these instructions, I guess. Because they're super, super tiny. Um, uh, what else did I get? I'm almost <laughs> done, I promise. Oh, you know what? I think I... There's one more thing. This was a lot of crap to go through. I'm still going through it. Uh, the the last thing I got uh, in this shipment was uh, tit- Transformers, Titans Return, uh, Leader Class, Overlord. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, Overlord. Pretty obscure G1 toy, never came out in the U.S., if I remember correctly, right? that is correct. Yes, Uh, although if you read the comics, uh, if you've read the outstanding Last Stand of the Wreckers, you definitely know who Overlord is. He's the the big bad of that uh, particular run of issues. Um, And he is a... uh, 
I you know kind of like a duo con because he is a is uh, two vehicles. He is a kind of black uh, stealth jet and a blue and white tank mm-hmm. that uh, combine to form a giant leader class uh, robot who is Overlord. And you know what? I really dig this toy. Nice. He's a really great toy. I mean, he's not very difficult to transform. He's actually pretty simplistic, uh, especially for a leader class figure. Uh, you just kind of you pop him apart at the waist, and his top half uh, very easily uh, turns into – it's very simplistic uh, transformation. Turns into the jet, and his bottom half, uh, slightly more complicated transformation scheme, but not that difficult. But it ends up folding – up like his legs fold up in a very satisfying way to make this nice tight little tank mode. Um, but he's he's a cool toy. I mean, he's kind of blocky. You know, he has a, a very sort of G one feel to him in his blockiness, but with you know modern articulation and everything. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty pleased with him. So. I I have to say I I recommend uh, Overlord. He also has a base mode where the you know the the jet and tank kind of half transform and you plug them together and he creates a little little assault base or something. But you know the the base modes for leader class toys are always pretty garbage. Yeah, kind of kind of afterthoughts. But uh, no, he's he's really great. I really dig him. Cool. And he's a cool character from the comics, so it's nice to have a really nice representation of him in toy form. I like him so much that I'm actually considering picking up the uh, the remold of him, uh, Sky Shadow, who uh, who came out you know a couple months ago. Uh, he has a uh, uh, Sky Shadow is another Decepticon who the the tank the lower half tank is the same, but the upper half jet is a completely new mold. Mm. So he looks, you know, a, a fair bit different uh, from Overlord. I mean, you got Six Shot. Yep. You got Overlord. Yep. You kind of have to get Sky Shadow. Exactly. They are the Phase Sixers uh, by the uh, comic lore. Kind of the the ultimate warrior Decepticons that get sent into battle when they really need to get stuff destroyed quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, I might uh, pick up Sky Shadow at some point. But, yeah, Overlord is a pretty cool toy. Yeah, I definitely got to pick that up. Yeah. Uh, since I have every other Overlord. Oh, so yeah. Mine as well. Jeez, oh, you, you have the G1 mm-hmm. Overlord? Holy cow. How much you pay for that? A lot. <laughs> yeah, you should uh, – I think you will dig him. Like I said, he he feels like – he, you know, he kind of feels like what we remember G1 Toys feeling like. Because, you know, you don't remember G1 Toys as, you know, you, you go back and play with a G1 toy, and they're not as great of toys as you remember them being. Right. You know, there are, they have, like, no articulation, and, and they, you know, maybe not as detailed as you remember. But uh, he kind of, like, he feels like a G1 toy, but with the sort of modern accoutrements. So... Yeah, I uh yeah, Overlord, pretty awesome. And whoo. That's all the junk I got. <laughs> you did it. Don't let your pile of loot sit for like a year. 
Well, you know what the thing is? They're supposed to – Big Bad Toy Store is supposed to ship out your pile of loot. They they automatically ship it out after six months. Yeah. I think uh, when they moved over to the new system though, something yeah. probably happened for your Some, order. Something fell – my order definitely fell through the crack because I, I was looking at – because it, it keeps track of the date that like you ordered the stuff or like when it arrived. And I had like nine months worth of stuff sitting there at least. So – so yeah, my my order was definitely more than it should have been, but but there it is. There you go. Yep, it's everything. That's uh, it. You have you watched uh, the toys that made us? I've I've watched uh, there are four episodes. This is a a Netflix exclusive series about uh, classic toys. Uh, I watched the first episode, which is about Star Wars toys, and I've watched a, a most of the second episode, which is about Barbie. Mm. Um, yeah, episode three is the He-Man. Yes. And then episode four is G.I. Joe, right? Right. Yeah, I need to watch the... the well, I need to finish up the Barbie episode and then watch the others uh, as well. But yeah. you watched all of them, right? Yeah, they're all really good. Um, it's a real bummer they're not releasing all eight at once. Yeah. The theme That's song right. even says there are eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and a- apparently the second uh, batch of episodes is going to have Transformers in it. Yep. And Lego, I believe, right? I mean, that's. I mean, it's just for us. It's that's the rumor. I I, I think the the rumored second half is Transformers, uh, Lego, Star Trek, and I forget what the other one is. Well, three of those four are relevant to my interests. So yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun little series. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's light and, and fluffy, kind of a poppy little documentary series yeah they skip over a lot of stuff but yeah still but it's it's actually more involved than i thought it was going to be like the the star wars one they actually got a bunch of designers who worked at kenner back in the late 70s and who actually designed some of the old uh you know original uh star wars vehicles and stuff like that so it's it's not uh you know a uh uh, you know, we love the 80s style nostalgia. Just, hey, remember the Millennium Falcon toy? Right. You know, it's like, hey, remember the Millennium Falcon toy? Here's the guy who designed it. Let's, and, the, and the story of how they got three and three quarter inch. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was amusing. That was pretty that, great. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. So. But yeah, it's a pretty cool series. So definitely check that out if you have Netflix. Mm hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to mention it before we uh, signed off. Good idea. Uh, I think that's a show. Cool. If you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast, Facebook.com slash points of articulation, or email POAPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music. And we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Forget you when there is always something that to remind me. Always something that to remind me. I was born to love you, and I will never be free. You'll always be a part of me. <laughs>